Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Welcome to Believe in Sparks, presented by betonline.ag. I'm Sydney Weiss. Please subscribe and rate the show on iTunes. We're available on your favorite directories, iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, Stitcher, Luminary, iHeart, and TuneIn. You can find us at Believe.com and at Believe Sports. Thank you so much, Sid. It's pretty easy to talk about Neka Gumake. She's such an exemplary person, athlete, teammate, and to have her back in LA is a blessing, and that is certainly an understatement. She is going to be joined again by her younger sister, Chanae, who was on our episode last week. And not only has NECA won MVP and a championship on the court, but she is certainly a top-shelf individual off the court. When you think about her pivotal work in the social justice movement and as the WNBPA president, looking ahead to the 2021 season is definitely exciting to think about the changes that they made and the people that are staying and what will be. And it's easy to stay hopeful knowing that Neka Gumake will be leading the way. She's an easy person to follow. She's a terrific leader. And I can't wait to hear from her on this episode today. Special thanks, as always, to Eli Horowitz. He is the Director of Public Relations and Communications for the Sparks, and and he takes us through this conference call. We all get to ask our questions of each athlete, and we just cannot thank him enough. So we're going to get started. Um, The Sparks are extremely excited to welcome back and re-sign Neka Gumake, and we'll jump right into questions today. We'll start with Sabrina Merchant with SB Nation. I'm curious, you talked... um a lot last year about how the the stress of the bubble, I guess, sort of weighed on your performance on the court mm-hmm. and just all of the extra things that you had to do off the court. Uh, I'm just wondering how you feel physically and uh, what sort of, you know, what sort of shape you're in heading into the season and what this second off season of not playing overseas has been like. Uh, thanks for asking. I feel great, actually. Um, and before I get into it, I want to thank everybody on the call. Uh, You know, I'm all about empowering women and to have media um, consistently cover us is great. Um, And hopefully I look forward to whether it's in the new future or or later down the line, seeing everyone in the locker room post games again. But um, yeah, thanks, Sabrina. I feel great. Um, I've been working out. uh, I don't want to say heavily, but intensely um, this offseason. I think that everybody needed rest after last year, not just the bubble, but last year. Um, And I took it full advantage of that. And I feel, I feel really good now. Um, I've been working with, um, with a a strength coach that I've had since college and she keeps me on my toes um, and, and a team of people really that, that really cater to my, um, my, my physical needs and also enhanced my performance. So I feel really good. Um, although going overseas wasn't a thing for me this year, and even last year, it wasn't, um, 
it wasn't by design, you know, I, I was supposed to go to China, of course, when the pandemic broke out. So it's been interesting playing two years in a row without going overseas without necessarily planning for it. But um, I figured out my way. I figured out a, a routine that works for me and I feel really good. Thanks, Sabrina. We'll go to David Yapkowitz with the next. Sinead was mentioning um, just a couple of days ago about how, you know, there was, um, uh, people are making a lot about, you know, who left, who you don't have, instead of, you know, who you do have and who's still there. And, you know, mm -hmm. the way I see it, you know, between you and her and then Amanda coming in there, that looks like, you know, still a, a top front court rotation in the league. Um, you know, Sinead's always been a solid inside player. Amanda can stretch the floor and then you, you know, being versatile and can do either. Um, just how do you see, um, at least for the three of you there, um, how um, you can all fit together like that and, and stack up against, you know, some of the other uh, front courts in the league? Yeah, sure. No, I appreciate that. Um, I think you're right. You know, I mean, this is what free agency is about, right? There's movement and then there's stories about the movement. Um, and in a lot of ways, you know, when people resign, it's not, it's not necessarily as big as people who bounce, but um, at the end of the day, everyone makes decisions for themselves. So you have to respect that. And, and we make the, we made the decision to stay here and we made uh, decisions that brought new people here. Um, and I think certainly paying attention to that is going to be key because at the end of the day, you're going to cover who's playing on the sparks. Um, and as far as, you know, matching up with the front court, I'm very excited. You know, I have experience obviously playing with Shanae um, for a long time and she's coming off of, um, you know, kind of refurbishing herself in a lot of ways. Um, and quite frankly, you know, a major career that's, that's kept her in tune with what's going on. Um, and, and to have someone compliment our front court as well as in Amanda Zabi, I mean, I don't have to tell everybody uh, that she dropped almost 40 on us. And I feel as though that it's really great to hear uh, that type of news that someone who dropped 40 on you is gonna now come to your team. Um, so I, I'm really excited about playing um, with Amanda and we have, you know, Christine and we have, we have a lot of tweeners um, that I believe uh, can, can really kind of expand how we play, you know, um, much more to the style of what Fish has been trying to do. So. Uh, I look forward to it. I'm certainly the veteran. Um, and quite frankly, too, it's not just about the front court. We have, uh, we have Christy, you know, and we have Simone and we have plenty of veterans um, that, are, that are not just going to contribute to what we got um, everywhere, because at the end of the day, it's front and back court and, and the remainder, remaining people on the bench. But um, you know, we have a cohesiveness that we're looking to build. We've kind of, you know, obviously changed our physiology. Um, and so now it's it's time to get to work and really, really get going. Um, but I look forward to playing in the front court. Um, I don't consider it a new role. I, I'm going to, NECA always brings NECA. And um, I look forward to having partners in crime, um, both new and familiar in the front court. And now a word from our sponsor. Bet online, the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. The NBA is in full swing and college basketball heats up as the schools make their way to the madness. The tournament is coming and so is the $100,000 Bracket Madness Contest as Bet Online is the spot to be for all your bracketology needs. Bet Online has you covered for all the news, scores, and odds. It's the best way to place your bets and it's free to sign up. 
Head to the website betonline.ag and use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet Online, your online sportsbook experts. Miriam Swanson, LA Daily News. As I understand it, that you obviously had the court designation, but but you were able and encouraged to kind of go and meet with other teams. I mean, how did that happen? Did did you ask for that permission? Did, did you know? First of all, like how did that happen? And then how did those meetings go? And what made you want to come back? Well, you know, like when it comes to contracts, you know, we have this extensive experience with the CBA we just signed, you know, there's two sides to everything and then you've got to kind of come in the middle. So it wasn't as though um, the sparks were, you know, kind of fielding this core necessarily in conversation to me. And it wasn't that I was also kind of, you know, strategizing, talking to other teams. I think we both came from the perspective of, you know, this is free agency and this is what it's all about. And and so I guess you could say that we kind of met at the same time in the middle. And I really wanted, to, I told Fish, I really wanted to honor the process. And through that, it's not as though I was necessarily encouraged, but I was supported through that, you know? And I think that that was especially so because um, we have a coach who gets it. You know, he, he gets um, what free agency is about. You know, it's, it's, it's certainly something that he's um, very familiar with. And with the changes in our league and the CBA um, leading to all of this movement and um, that kind of intersecting with this moment of free agency in my life, I really wanted to honor that process and to be able to have conversations with, um, with other teams to, um, to ensure that, you know, that I really, I really took into consideration my options, but um, most important, you know, that, that I had a good relationship with the Sparks as I did it. And so, uh, that's kind of how it happened. And um, I was transparent, Fish was transparent, Eric was transparent. And I feel as though that doesn't, that's not very popular in the business of sports, but that's how I wanted to approach it. And uh, I'm happy that I did. Thanks, Miriam. We'll go to Chris Camello with Nightcast Media. I guess my question is, how do you feel about essentially, excuse the term, being handed the keys to the car, essentially, as far as the leadership goes. Obviously, you've been playing with Candace for a long time, Chelsea Gray as well. But with their with their departures, do you kind of feel like it's on you now to do the the heavy burden of leading? Uh, I don't think leading is a heavy burden. Um, I think that uh, it's something that I I try my best to do through example. Um, as far as you know, being handed the keys to the car. You know, there's times, there's times when I felt like with the Sparks that um, I was the designated driver. And so uh, I, I'm very familiar with, you know, being behind the wheel. Of course, you know, it's been, it's been a role that's been different for each person in my time here. Um, and I, I anticipate that that's what it's going to continue to be. I'm not the only one here. I'm not the only one on the team. Um, but now I now am officially the longest person that's been on the Sparks. And so that holds a lot of history, a lot of legacy, a lot of growth. Um, and all I want to do is con- contribute to championship culture that we're looking to cultivate. Um, not really looking to cultivate, but looking to sustain. And uh, I, I, I step up to the challenge. I step up to the task. Um, and I know that I'm not doing it not only alone, but also with um, with a support group and also leaders in their own right that will really contribute to the vision that we see for ourselves. So uh, I love driving. 
<laughs> Thanks, Chris. We'll go to Amanda Skrillock with the LA Sentinel. What does it mean to you that um, Simone Augustus is coming back for another year? I know you guys were like roommates during um, your time in the Wubble. What does that mean to you? And what type of impact do you hope that she'll bring to the team? Well, you know, um, I think it was already major news when she she kind of she kind of catalyzed this movement last year. You know, um, it, it was major news when she decided to you know continue her career with us. Um, and I think that, uh, you know, as word goes around as, as players in this league, there's certain teammates that you want to play with and she's at the top of the list. And, and I look forward to not just her bringing exactly what she brought last year in leadership, um, but also in productivity. You know, I think, uh, you know, last year she played, she played out of position um, as her career has has kind of shown and she stepped up to it. You know, she was a, definitely a team player. She knows what she's know, she knows where she's been. She know where she, she knows where she's at. And um, I think everyone just is grateful for whatever she can bring. Um, so I, I'm, I'm, I'm really excited to have her back as a leader, um, both on and off the court, but most especially I'm happy for her to be able to play in Los Angeles, hopefully. So that's, um, that's still to be determined, but uh, if that if that's the case, I'm excited for her to be able to play in the city. Thanks, Amanda. I'll go over to Howard Megdahl with the New York Times. Um, I want to talk, if we could, about Shanae's 2021 and beyond. And you know, there's a lot of conversation about obviously what she does off the court, but this is also a multi-time All-Star and a former number one overall pick. I'm wondering when you sort of look at what her trajectory is as a player, uh, one, how you see it coming along, and two, how you think you can help uh, her reach that ceiling by being right with her. Oh, yeah. I mean, you know, Cheney is, um, she's acrobatic in a lot of ways. You know, she juggles so much, um, and she pours her whole self into it. And uh, I think you make an excellent point. You know, she's basically... Um, a household name off the court um, as it pertains to her second job. <laughs> but um, I really just want to contribute to um, her enjoying being on the court, her having fun. Um, and when she's, when she's in that space of just enjoying the game, that's when Cheney is playing the best, you know? And I, I hope that I can really um, kind of run it back, back from, from our Stanford days. Um, and I look forward to um, milestones with my sister that maybe have never been done before. So I'm, I'm excited about that. And I also know that she's going to step up to the challenge. You know, she has this loyalty to family that brings a, a beast out of her. And, and I'm looking forward to that. Thanks, Howard. We'll go to Pavi with H&B Media. You uh, mentioned this roster kind of being a better um, implication of what Coach Fisher is uh, trying to do. First off, can you speak to what exactly that is offensively and um, defensively? And how much um, does this play style kind of uh, excite you? And how much was that a factor um, into you coming back and joining the Sparks? Yeah, um, I wouldn't necessarily say a better roster. I would just say that um, I can see what he's trying to do with, um, you know, the style of play that he wants us to play and the types of players that he wants us to be. And, and uh, he, he's very much um, all about, uh, you know, everyone contributing. You know, he, 
he he doesn't have the traditional uh, sense of post stay inside, guard stay outside. And that's incredibly reflective in our practices. Um, and I'm glad that I have a couple years under my belt um, as I obviously continue to kind of, um, you know, make it along my own career and be better as a player. And uh, I lean heavily on his five rings as I hope everyone does. Um, uh, he has that he has that knowledge, not just as a coach, but as a player um, to understand what it takes for um, the entire group to work like a machine. And that's, that's, that's certainly what he's all about. And, and it really does excite me, you know, it, it excites me because uh, it challenges me to be better. And I, I look forward to getting better on an individual basis and, and, and of course, hopefully helping the team um, to get as many rings as he has, so. <laughs> Thanks, Pavi. We'll go to John W. Davis of Windsider. So I want to ask you this a similar question that I asked Simone and your sister, uh, Janae. Okay. Um, and I've asked them this, uh, and it's not my opinion, but I'm just asking it because I think it's important. So, you know, at the start of the 2021 season, there are going to be some people projecting the sparks to probably be in the bottom four of the power rankings and not even making the playoffs in 2021. So you know, with your knowledge of all of the movement across the league and you knowing who's on what teams and you knowing what your team is, you know, what's your personal and uh, what's your personal opinion and professional opinion of that, you know, if you could give me a little bit of analysis. Yeah, um, I probably won't give you much of an analysis. There's really three points on this. Um, as media, it's your job to ask that type of question and projections are a thing for, for media. Um, and you know, maybe it adds an element of competition for people to be right at the end. Uh, secondly, externally, you know, there's 11 other teams. And I think more than ever, this has been the most competitive um, league we've seen in terms of team composition. So no game is gonna be easy. And then internally, that's just something that people gotta figure out because we know what we believe, we know who we have, and that's what we're focusing on. Um, I've never focused on projections, I mean, I didn't even care to think that I was going to get drafted number one in 2012. So I certainly haven't grown into someone who's focused on projection since then. Um, I keep it in the family and that's really what it is. Uh, I don't mean to find sound so terse, but I really actually don't have an opinion on, on projections and comments and, you know, people's opinions like that. I just focus on what I know I can do and how I can impact my team. Thanks, John. We'll go to Brady Klopfer with SB Nation. If I can ask you a question, a little bit of off the court stuff, with everything that that you fought for uh, with the union, with the CBA to, to make it a more equitable agreement for the players and everything that you and everyone in the league fought for in terms of um, social justice last season and in, and in prior seasons, what does it mean for you to watch the situation unfold with the dream and essentially have Renee Montgomery replacing Kelly Loeffler? You know, I think that um, as, as much of what we do um, off the court, um, as much as what we do isn't planned, it's amazing to see how it all unfolds. And I'd have to say that um, first and foremost, it is, great to have owners that um, that are interested in representing us 
um, as players, as citizens, and for our fans and greater communities. Um, that's that's really great. And I think that, um, you know, above all else, we have uh, our sisters of the Atlanta Dream. We have their back. And uh, it was it was incredibly important for us to to be there for them and do what we could um, to support them. Now it's out of our hands as far as um, ownership goes, but clearly Renee Montgomery uh, decided that it was in her hands to do that. So I think that um, it's reflective of the, the impact that we wanna have on our league. Um, we love this league. We have players whose backs we stand on and you know we we want to move forward in a way that changes changes things for those who come after us and um it's great to see that that players are still very much um involved and just impassioned by where they see this league going and now a brief moment to talk about our newest sponsor ebay whether rare dead stock or the latest release, find the exact shoe you're looking for. Listen, I'm so excited to talk about this because I'm such a sneakerhead, and eBay is the place. As the original sneaker marketplace, eBay is the place to go to cop the pair you've been eyeing. eBay's authenticity guarantee your sneakers are meticulously inspected by independent, professional authenticators. A team of experienced sneaker authenticators verify the box, logo, stitching, and dozens of other inspection points. Each sneaker also receives an authenticity guarantee tag that includes a digital stamp of authenticity. And it also protects sellers with a verified return process. And for sneaker sellers out there, eBay has eliminated selling fees on sneakers $100 plus, making it free to sell or flip your collection. Go to ebay.com slash sneakers today. eBay, the world's best destination for discovering great value and unique selection. Over to Megan Hines with the Swab Report. Hi, Nagla. Congratulations. Um, I just wanted to ask, in, like, in your own journey of being an advocate and fighting for social justice, what have you learned about yourself in your own journey in doing that? And also, how was your conversation with Alicia Garza from Black Lives Matter? And what did you take from that as well? Yeah, um, I have learned a lot about myself. Um, I guess the biggest thing that I've learned is that you can never stop learning. Um, there's always an experience um, or a perspective that is available to you to contribute to your own expansion. So that's something that I really try to practice, especially as my role as president. Um, really listening to players on an individual level to be able to just make things better um, and sustainable. As far as my conversation with Alicia Garza, that was amazing. I had so much fun talking to her. I'm not going to lie. I, I actually called my sister after the live um, and I told her that I, I hope that I can be just friends with her because she just gives such a great energy. And I also love her perspective because she, 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 she shares a similar um idea in that or philosophy in that she doesn't like to be called an activist or she doesn't see herself as one she sees herself as an organizer and um I say that a lot I always say that I don't prefer the word activism and I'm glad you use the word advocacy because um that's certainly more along the route of which I try to be and um if I'm being Frank, I think it's just humanism because it's what everyone should be doing. It shouldn't be something extra that you act on. So um, it was such an enlightening conversation. I'm going to read her book without a doubt. 
Um, and I don't do IG lives, so I knew I had to do it when they said that she was the one, so. Hi, Naga, thanks for talking to us today. Um, congratulations on uh, your return. Um, and, you know, congratulations on also everything that you've achieved in the past year uh, as, you know, in your role on the, on the Players' Union. It's, it's been fantastic to watch. Um, going forward, uh, you spoke a little bit earlier about um, Renee taking over with, or joining the Dream ownership. I wonder, has, has seeing her do that, has that made you consider your goals after basketball? Um, you know, would, would you consider a future in ownership as a result of seeing someone, uh, you know, someone go down that path? Uh, I mean, I think she definitely has opened the doors or opened the minds of players um, to really consider how they want to be involved moving forward. Um, I, I never really considered myself as being um, one of ownership, but definitely um, someone that can continue to influence women in sport, especially in basketball. Um, I do hope, though, that um, as we experience, you know, Renee becoming a part of the Atlanta ownership, um, I do hope that that, that kind of brings attention um, for others who are clearly um, in the position and have the resources to own uh, women's sports teams um, to do so, you know, whether and it, it, it's not limited to athletes, you know, it can be um, celebrities and, and luminaries in their fields, you know, I, I, I look forward to, um, you know, mostly female ownership in uh, women's sports leagues. And I know that there's a lot of amazingly phenomenal women out there with the means who can do that, um, most of which who are in places like Atlanta and even Los Angeles, New York, you know, and so I'm hoping that I can contribute to that type of um, model of ownership um, in the WNBA and maybe even in other sports. Thanks, time for just a few more today. We'll go over to Rico Cabrera with East LA Sports. Um, buenas tardes, mi amiga. ¿Cómo estás? Muy bien, gracias. Un placer en verte. Felicitaciones. <laughs> and I'll, I'll just say a few gracias. words in Spanish because you know your fans out of East LA love your decision. Just love you to death. <laughs> you know that. And your sister as well. The sister act coming back. Great to know that. And first of all, just quickly, um, NECA, for your family, uh, the recent disaster in Texas, um, your call out from family. Tell us a little bit about that. Was it was a very, very, uh, uh, as they would say, very concerned uh, for your family yeah. and friends? Yeah, you're talking in terms of the winter storm, correct? Yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah, um, it was concerning for family, friends, and for people that I did not know. Um, it's quite appalling to learn so much about, um, you know, a system in a state that claims to be so powerful. Um, I'm very proud of where I'm from, um, but I was not proud of how that was handled. Um, and also to know that it could have been prevented is really problematic. Uh, and there are people that are now living and still dealing with the damage done um, due to neglect. Um, and quite frankly, I could not imagine taking a vacation um, during a time like that when my people were in need. Um, and so I'm, I'm hoping that things will change. And I, I can't stress enough why it is important for us to not just vote for president. Thanks, Rico. Go over to Pepper Persley with the next. Hi, NECA. Congrats on the contract. And I love your hoodie. The impact <laughs> of the WNBA's advocacy last season has been felt across the country. 
What are the WNBA's next steps in terms of social activism and how do you maintain that momentum? Excellent question. Um, so, you know, as I always like to say, you know, we our, our movement always kind of kind of finds its moment or it finds us. And um, as we're coming off of such a historical season in the in 2020, in which we dedicated to say her name and for Black Lives Matter awareness, um, we're kind of channeling that also into the disparities that we spoke about in black and brown communities and um, against women as well. We're channeling that into education and awareness on health, especially concerning the COVID vaccine, the pandemic, and the healthcare resources available for um, marginalized groups. Um, and, and so we've been actually having a lot of amazing um, COVID and um, vaccine education sessions amongst our players, um, hopefully, which will lead to campaigns we can be a part of, but most importantly, um, having that education lead to resources available um, for players to also be able to make that decision for themselves. So that's kind of what we've been on right now. Um, and I'm learning a lot. Uh, and I'm hoping that as we see how things kind of evolve with um, the vaccine and its effects on the pandemic and the life that we knew before, I'm hoping that we can be a part of continuing to get educated and aligning with um, experts and scientists that can really help us make informed decisions and lead people to resources. Thank you. Thanks so much, Pepper. We have just time for one more today and appreciate everyone in attendance, but we'll circle back to Brady Klopper with SB Nation for the final question. Nick, I just wanted to revisit your role on the team a tiny bit. You had mentioned, you know, players that, that fit with what Fisher is wanting to do. And um, with this being your first year in the WNBA where you're not playing alongside Candace Parker, who is such a unique offensive player in the game, have, have you and Fisher talked about what your role is going to be and, and what the offense is going to look like now, presumably with less playmaking from the interior, but some more unique options and more shooting potentially? Uh, no, we haven't really discussed. I mean, uh, to be honest, like the conversation hasn't really changed with the composition of our team being so new. Um, it's obvious that there's huge shoes to, to be filled. Um, but I, I can, I'm, I'm so much a team player and I always feel as though I try my best to fit in where I can um, and to be as impactful as I can um, where I can be. And, and I think that Fish certainly has, he hasn't wavered from what he's brought to the team um, two years ago. And I'm looking forward to seeing how that will continue to evolve with us obviously having this restructure. Um, and I wanna reiterate, as I said before, it's not as though we have better players for a new system. I can just see what he's trying to do with, um, with what we've been present, with the situation we've been presented with, you know? Um, and, and that also comes with focusing on what we have um, and, and being respectful and celebratory of people making decisions uh, on their own uh, to, go, to go to where they wanna go, you know? And I think that, that it's certainly not about, you know, certain people not being around and, and much more of a focus on what the Sparks got, the moves that we're making, um, the additions that we have made, 
and us being able to play in the style that he wants to play, which which includes you know versatility, um, which contributes to playmaking uh, across the board, um, despite you know the different types of players that we have. So uh, I hope that answers your question. Uh, the style will obviously be different when you know CP isn't there. Um, but I think that there's also a lot to look forward to. Thank you so much, um, NECA, Brady, all, all the media for joining today. Thank you, Eli Horwitz, and also special thanks to Natalie Gilmore. As always, your hard work makes this show sound awesome. We appreciate you. Please subscribe and rate the show on iTunes. We're available on your favorite directories, iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, Stitcher, Luminary, iHeart, and TuneIn. You can find us at Believe.com and at Believe Sports. Follow me at SwissBaby24 on Instagram and Twitter and Stacy at Stacy Pates on both platforms as well. Thank you for listening to this episode of Believe in Sparks on the Believe Podcast Network. I'm Stacy Pates for Sydney Weiss. Thanks for listening. We'll catch you next week. This has been a presentation of BetOnline.ag. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, For the ones who get it done.